Welcome to the Healthy and Happy Podcast, a workshop-style podcast hosted by yours truly, Julie Brewer. I'm a blogger and holistic nutrition coach on a mission to help women live healthier, happier lives and show up as the strongest, most confident version of themselves. In this podcast, we get real about all things nutrition, fitness, and personal development to help you cut through all the BS and transform your body and most importantly, your life. Sound good? Let's dive in. Good morning, my loves. Welcome back to another episode of the Daily Healthy and Happy Podcast. Honestly, I feel like my voice is that scratchy sound when you haven't talked to anyone yet during the day because it is early as F when I'm recording this episode in the morning, but I'm still super excited to be here with you to chat with you about something that I get asked all the time. This is probably the question that I get asked by my clients, by people on social media more than anything else, and that is, how do I get more motivated? How do I stay motivated? How do I motivated, 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 motivated? And I'm like, yo, chill, relax, first of all. So I want to go into two parts of this because I have two takes on this, right? So there's the side of me that's like Gary V. If you, any of you know who that is, it's Gary Vaynerchuk. He's a business coach and he's like hustle, 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 grind. You got to stay up until midnight if you're working on your business and you got to wake up at 4 a.m. and you got to be a hustler. So there's that part of me, but then there's also the side of me that's like, you know, go with the flow, follow your intuition, wait for your inspiration to strike. And I think it's important to have a fine balance between those two. I think you have to acknowledge the ebbs and flows of life and understand that you're not always going to be motivated, but there is a difference between motivation and discipline. Motivation is a feeling. Motivation is like when you feel happy or sad or depressed or anxious or bored or joyful. And then discipline are the habits that you create in your life that continue to propel you forward even when you don't feel like doing the thing. So for example, you probably are disciplined in terms of making it to work on time because that is a habit in your life. And that is a decision you made that I'm going to be at work on time because there's consequences if you don't follow that action, you're gonna get fired. But so many of us don't show up for ourselves in the way that we show up for other people, such as going to a job. So that is what is called self-integrity. And we're going to chat all about all of this today, but I just wanted to give you a little preamble, a glimpse of what's to come, because I want to chat about both sides. I want to talk about what to do when you're experiencing a lack of motivation for maybe days, weeks, months at a time, because I have been there. Um, And also the side of it, because I strongly stand behind the fact that you can't wait for motivation to hit you in order to make changes in your life. Because we are humans, we have emotions, and when we let motivation, which is an emotion, drive us instead of discipline and habits, we could be waiting around for a long dang time, girl, okay? But I get it. Sometimes we just feel unmotivated, and to put the cherry on top of not feeling motivated, when we're unmotivated, then we stress about being unmotivated. Can you relate to that? It's like a vicious cycle of you don't feel like doing the thing, so you don't do the thing, but then you feel bad about not doing the thing. Can you relate, or am I the only one here? So let's sit down, let's have a little story time, grab your coffee, and we'll also get into some practical tips about motivation and how you can light a fire under your bum to get you going, girl, okay? So first, I want to let you in on a little secret. 
no one, and I repeat, no one feels 100% motivated 100% of the time. Not Beyonce, not the queen, not that person that you look up to on social media who seems like they have it all together. Every single one of us feels unmotivated at some point, sometimes even on a daily basis, for real. And that's why it's important to create solid habits that push us through the times we're not feeling motivated, but we'll get to that in a little bit. I want to tell you a little story, okay? So I decided a couple months ago, well, I guess it was probably roughly a month and a half ago, that I was going to take six-ish weeks off of social media. And was this a good business move? Eh, probably not. Was it good for my productivity? Probably, because I got a lot more work done. And was it good for my sanity? Yeah, it was at the time. And I went through so many fear gremlins in my time away from social media, as it was the longest break that I've taken since I started my business back in 2014. And some of the things I thought to myself were, everything, everyone's going to forget about you. You're going to become irrelevant. You're taking a break. What kind of leader are you, bitch? <laughs> Seriously, we're so mean to ourselves, right? And while some of those things may be true, I know that when I was ready to return to social media, I would. And now I have this fire under my butt and I just feel so much more motivated. But the funny thing is, I didn't feel a strong pull to return to creating content on social media, which has led me to ask the question, am I just lazy? Am I unmotivated? Should I just give up on my business or my social media or my creating content altogether? And perhaps the question that I've been thinking about more than anything is, will I ever get my motivation and drive back? And if you've ever felt like that, and if experience tells me anything, the answer to that is yes. There have been so many times in my life when I haven't felt motivated for long periods of time. And I'm not just talking about the daily, I don't feel like going to the gym kind of motivation. I'm talking about multiple weeks where I'm just like, meh, I don't want to do anything. It's like the sloth, you know, like the gif of the sloth laying on his back just eating. That was literally me the first six months I lived in Canada. But every single time I've let myself ride the wave of being unmotivated, my motivation ultimately came back and I was ready to go full force again. It happened with social media. It happened with my fitness. When I moved to Canada, it took me six months to get back into the groove with working out again. And that doesn't mean I stopped altogether. Like I wasn't really feeling it, but the discipline and habits I created for many years before that led me to do it anyway. So if you are in a period right now where you just feel meh, I don't wanna, <laughs> and you're never going to get back into the groove with whatever used to excite you or motivate you, I wanna give you some tips that have been helping me to get back into the groove with creating content, which is why I'm doing this daily show because YOLO, all or nothing. <laughs> I always say, don't do all or nothing. I'm like, zero podcasts or I'm going to do one every single day. <laughs> so here are some tips for long periods of time when you're not feeling motivated. The first and one of the most important tips is to not beat yourself up for not feeling motivated and to celebrate your success in the other areas. So as I mentioned before, no one feels motivated 100% of the time and that's totally okay because life comes in seasons. Some seasons were laser focused on a fitness goal and others were focused on other things. So look at the bigger picture. Maybe your motivation for working out has faded, but you're in a really busy season at work. So instead of feeling bad for not feeling motivated in your fitness journey, celebrate your success there at work instead of looking at what's 
lacking in your life. That's having an abundance versus a scarcity mindset, looking at what's going right versus what's going wrong. Or maybe you're not feeling motivated to create blogs or podcasts. Maybe you do something like I do, but you started a new job that you love and you just need to find a groove with your new schedule. So instead of feeling guilty on top of the fact that you're not motivated, which sucks, that's not a way to live your life because guilt is a pointless emotion. Take a step back and realize that this too shall pass, my dear grasshopper. (laughs) This will pass. You will feel motivated again. Okay, second point is to evaluate why this thing you're avoiding is meaningful to you. This is really important because having a strong, convicting why behind everything you do in your life makes all the difference. Why did you start doing the thing that you're unmotivated to do right now in the first place? So many people start out with a strong why, but then when hardships come up, because they inevitably will, and life gets crazy, we forget the meaning behind why we're doing what we're doing in the first place. So if you're lacking the motivation to work out, why do you work out in the first place? Is it to help you feel strong and confident? Does it help you get rid of your anxiety and your depression? Do you want to be healthier for your kids, your friends, your family, yourself? Think back to why you started in the first place and channel your energy into that. I even recommend writing a quick mission statement that you can silently or verbally, however you want to do it, repeat to yourself when you're tempted to skip another workout. So for example, you can say something like this. Every time I move my body, it brings me one step closer to who I want to become, a stronger, happier version of myself for myself, my family, and that's it. Then you get your booty moving. Boom. <laughs> you know, it's it's nice to have something to just be able to repeat to yourself in those moments where you're like, meh, I don't want to. <laughs> and sometimes the reason that you started isn't the same reason that you keep going. So keep that in mind too. So for example, if you originally started working out to lose 100 pounds and you've lost it, maybe it's time to set a new why and a new intention that's meaningful to you to regain that sense of purpose and motivation in your workouts. Number three, y'all know I love to talk about my shit sandwiches, okay? (laughs) If you're still like, what are you talking about with these shit sandwiches you talk about all the time? It's a concept from The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck and from Elizabeth Gilbert's Big Magic. Both, I highly recommend you read them because they're awesome books. Here's what a shit sandwich is. When you commit to doing something, whether it's starting a business, getting in shape, getting married, starting a family, they all start off fun, right? They're exciting, they're new, they're fresh, but inevitably hardships come up that will make you question whether or not this is right for you. That's why when you sign up for whatever it is, whether it's getting in shape, starting a business, everything I just named, you're committing to the good and the bad. That's why when you get married, they say in sickness and in health and good and bad, amen. (laughs) And you're willing to eat the shit sandwich every day for the things you love the most. I'm going to read you something from Elizabeth Gilbert because she explains it a hundred times better than I will. This is what she says. What's your favorite flavor of shit sandwich? What Manson means is that every single pursuit, no matter how wonderful and exciting and glamorous it may initially seem, comes with its own brand of shit sandwich, its own lousy side effects. As Manson writes with profound wisdom, everything sucks some of the time. You just have to decide what sort of suckage you're willing to deal with. So the question is not so much, what are you passionate about? The question is, what are you passionate enough about that you can endure the most disagreeable aspects of the work? Manson explains it this way. If you want to be a professional artist, but you aren't willing to see your work rejected hundreds, if not thousands of times, then you're done before you start. If you want to be a hotshot court lawyer, but can't stand the 80-hour work weeks, then I've got bad news for you. Because if you love and want something enough, whatever it is, then you don't really mind eating the shit sandwich that comes with it. 
boom can i just scream that from the rooftops oh that is such gold advice so what is the shit sandwich and what you committed to doing so for getting in shape for example the shit sandwich could be making it to the gym prepping your food saying no to treats even though you really really want them going to bed earlier instead of partying although social media of course would have you believe you can get ripped and shredded in three easy minutes with this special unicorn diet (laughs) we all know that is bs for starting a business that could be creating content sitting down to write a blog running social media being a responsible human managing your finances filing taxes all of the unsexy side of running a business again social media wants you to think it's all about drinking my ties on the beach but all of these things are the shit sandwiches that come along with what you really want to do. So understand that when you commit to something, initially it's going to seem like rainbows and butterflies, like the first week you start a diet or the first week you start working out. That's not where the difference is made. That's the easy part. It's in weeks two through 12 through seven years down the road that are the hard part that you have to continuously drudge through and do it with a positive attitude. Don't just make it this miserable thing, but you have to understand that there's going to be good and bad. There's going to be days when you feel hungry and that's totally normal if you're dieting. There's going to be days where you don't want to go to the gym, but your discipline and habits allow you to do that. So that brings me to my next point. I love this next point. Discipline equals freedom. So I stole that from my boy, Jocko Willink. He's an ex-Navy SEAL. He has a podcast. If you're interested, I think it's called the Jocko Experience. No, that's Joe Rogan. I don't know. Jocko Willink. Just look him up. And he says that the more discipline you create in your life, the more freedom you ultimately have. I know it sounds counterintuitive, but this is what it means. There are probably some things in your life that you know will help you reach your goals that you don't necessarily want to do, like the shit sandwich we just talked about. So that could be working out, writing a blog, spending time with someone, making a phone call, having a meeting, anything you've been putting off. Now, let's say, let's just pretend for a second that instead of writing it on your to-do list for that two millionth day in a row, you actually scheduled it in for tomorrow. So let's say you've been trying to work out for seven weeks and you keep writing it on your to-do list and you never make it to the gym. But instead, tomorrow you schedule your workout for 7 a.m. And lo and behold, the two things or the one thing that's been on your to-do list for weeks is now done. And now you actually have free time tomorrow that you can enjoy without guilt because you're not wrapped up in the guilt of putting it on your to-do list and not actually getting it done. Or this is a big one. This is actually my favorite thing because this is something that I am trying to get a handle on in my life. So let's say you want to get better control of your finances. And so you decide to create a budget. Okay. So at first it may feel restricting and limiting when you create a budget because you realize that you can't get your mocha frappe latte chino at Starbucks every single day but it honestly feels so damn good when you've saved that $5 a day, which is about $35 a week, which is $140 a month. And then in six months, you're lying on the beach, sipping a margarita, thanks to all the money you save from your budget that initially felt restricting, but now it equals so much more freedom. So while it may seem restrictive to schedule out your daily activities and be strict with your schedule or to create a budget or to track your workouts, these are the discipline habits that actually create the freedom we're craving in our lives. It's just a matter of delaying that instant gratification that we all know and love in favor of a longer term, more favorable outcome, like a hot body, like a vacation, like whatever it is that you really, really, truly want in your heart. So moral of the story today is you got this, my love. Seriously, you can do whatever you freaking want. It just takes a little bit of a mindset shift and a little bit of planning because motivation will come and go. You cannot 
not rely on motivation to keep you going through the tough parts of your life. You must, 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 must create strong discipline habits for that. And the way you do that is by doing the things you don't want to do day after day after day and changing your perspective so that they actually become the things you want to do. But if you're in a stage of feeling unmotivated, please understand that it's normal. You are human. And by using everything that I talked about in this podcast, you will be back on your A-game in no time, sister. And most importantly, remember that everything you do, even the things you love the most, come along with a nice, hearty, shit sandwich. So I ask you this to leave off. What are you willing to eat a shit sandwich for? Boom. Okay. I love you so much. I hope you found this helpful. I hope it gave you a little bit of relief to understand that you don't need to be motivated 100% of the time. You can rely on your discipline as long as you've cultivated that in your life. And if you're not feeling motivated, that's okay. You're human. So let's start getting you right back on track. I will talk to you guys tomorrow. I love you. Goodbye.